0: Hey all Marty here, and we're back with another Friday finds and with me as always, I have Lynn. how you doing, Lynn?
1: Hey, how's it going guys? So meet Mr. Everett Bacon. You may not know him, but he is new with IRA. He's been named vice president of Blindness Initiatives. Um, and what is and- that exactly? So, of course, we know most of us do know what IRA is, but for those who don't, um, basically what it does is it provides sighted assistance to a blind person. Say, for example, you dropped a pill on the floor, you need help locating it, you are not sure that two pieces of clothing match, or maybe you think you have a stain on a piece of clothing and you're not really sure you can actually call up and talk to a real human and they can do all kinds of things. Like they can, they will tell you where to point your camera. I've used it sometimes for like, if I have a box of say, I want to make a a cookie mix or something and I want real quick help to know how to, you know, how to actually do it. What's nice about them is that they are bonded. So all the people that work there are bonded. So, there's a little bit more safety. Like if you need to do personal things where you need to use a credit card or a, you know, a social security or whatever, um, they are trained. So th- there's just a lot of nice things. Um, and they, they've had a little controversy because of some, well, like everybody else, they were raising rates, you know, raising the, um, amount that we had that people have to pay. It's it's a paid service. You get like 5 minutes for free and so, you know, it, it's a great service if you can afford it, which I really can't.
0: But anyway, And a couple things I will say also right out of the gate. That's really cool. First of all, uh, it is an app. You put it on your phone and then you use the app to contact a person to help you. And then the camera on your phone, they're able to see through your camera and tell you what you're looking at or what you're trying to look at. So that is pretty cool. Uh, also. As Lynn was saying, yeah, there was a little bit of controversy earlier because they were raising their subscription fees and everyone's getting subscriptioned out, as we've talked about here quite a bit. But there is some cool stuff also. For example, they're working with a lot of the airports. And if you're within an airport, if they offer it which a lot of airports are jumping on board. You can use it for free within the airport if the airport you're in offers it. Also, all Starbucks offer it. So if you're inside a Starbucks, you can use it for free. So there's a lot of places all over that you're able to use the service for free, which is pretty cool. And like Lynn was also saying, you get, I believe, a free five minutes I think it's every couple of days or something like that. You'd have to check and find out exactly. But they also have other plans that you can get for amount of minutes. So cost, you know, something for you know like a fifteen minutes and a little bit more for thirty minutes and so on and so on. So, all right, Lynn. Sorry,
1: this gentleman he used to be a sighted guy, and he started to lose his sight. He is now blind, and he's you know being. Like put into a leadership position, which I think is a great thing. He worked where he kind of gained some leadership skills. And as he lost his sight, um, he started to, you know, realize that he was going blind. And uh, he, he did have some managerial experience. He was a district um, training store manager for Blockbuster Video both dallas and houston and so he he really does come with some managerial experience he successfully managed 10 stores with an average operating budget of 20 million dollars that's pretty good yeah that's a couple Um, dollars there yeah so you know he worked in a fast-paced customer-driven environment and he said it gave him the confidence to multitask and um, do other things. So he started to need um, video magnifiers and, and low vision um, tech as he mm-hmm. went long, as he was losing his sight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually, he did need screening, um, screen reading software. Um, he said he learned how to be a blind person um, using braille and a white cane. Um, awesome. Yeah. He then went on to um, earn a master's degree in vision rehabilitation um, therapy from Western Michigan University. So, you know, he has a CV. He has a pretty good CV.
0: Well, we'll have to see what he does and how things move forward with them and what kind of um, things he can bring to improve and make Ira different, better in the future moving forward. So we'll see.
1: Last week we did a story about AI chatbots becoming a an option for people who need mental health assistance and can't get it for some reason. And we sort of posed the question, you know, is this possible? Um, is this a good idea? And Just um, this morning, there um, was a story in Yahoo. This is Thursday morning that we're recording. Um, There was a story about a chatbot that was supposed to replace a human-operated eating disorders hotline. Um, And the, the funding ran out for this hotline, and they were going to eventually... Shut it down. So it's the National Eating Disorders Association, and so they they had this um, chat bot named Tessa, and what they were going to do was to replace human um, hotline workers with this chat bot. So it was you know really designed to um, provide body positive information. This is an article from Yahoo um, to aid those with eating disorders. But what happened was it sort of got caught giving wrong advice. It was it got caught. There was an Instagram user that reported how the chatbot gave weight loss advice to eating disorder um, sufferers. And apparently um, it was the, they've actually taken down the the bot. Um,
0: Do we know what the bot said to the person?
1: Um. So it's instead of providing advice that could be, you know, s- that could be safe for someone with an eating disorder or you know somebody that's dealing w- with this issue, the bot <laughs> actually um, argued that um that intentional weight losses and eating disorder recovery could safely coexist. So mm-hmm. the person was type was typing in some stuff and apparently the chatbot said, well sure, you can you can still be on a diet and <laughs> and deal with um eating disorder recovery. Um so the, this Instagram user claimed that the the chatbot advised a goal of um shedding 1 to 2 pounds per week alongside weekly body um <laughs> measurements counting calories and aiming for a daily 500 to 1000 calorie uh deficit so obviously there was apparently they they said it was a bug um in the the software i guess that allowed the guardrails to be breached. And when we talk about guardrail, that's something in AI that really means rules. Okay. Just rules about what it's allowed to say and what isn't. And um, there was a lot of controversy about this eating disorder hotline shutting down the human part of the bot or the um, human part of the hotline. And I guess they didn't have the resources or the budget or whatever. So they just kind of figured. That this chatbot could replace um, the human touch—obviously human... not. Yeah, so I it think just goes that... to
0: show you that you know, as cool and as awesome as this technology is, it still has a long way to go without needing a human still there to oversee what this chatbot says or does. Or the way it acts, because it sounds like, and this is not the only story like this. There's been a right. ton of other stories out there where the chatbots are just saying weird, inappropriate things for, yeah. at a left field, you know, so it sounds right. like there's a long way to go still.
1: Yeah, and the guardrail part of it is is something that they apparently, they they said they tested it, and they really tested it, and they were in the process of phasing out the human part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a dangerous move to make. I love AI. I'm really into AI, but I don't think I would be so confident in it that I would, you know, eating disorders are, especially anorexia is one of the highest, has one of the highest fatality rates of all um, mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's safe to leave that to the in the hands of an AI chatbot. Um, because it's has such a high mortality level so you know i i mean i think this is where we all have to step back and take a deep breath and say you know let's 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 get a grip let's do a reality check about what ai is and is not capable of doing Mm -hmm. um of course we had a few more ai is going to ruin the you know destroy humanity we had a few more of those um, stories this week where leaders like Sam Altman have signed statements about um, what what's going to happen and how AI is is like a threat to humanity. I my problem with these kind of statements is these are the people that created these systems. So could you instead of giving us these statements, could you maybe give us some? possible solutions Have to get <laughs> instead it. of you know instead of saying oh well this is you know we're 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 headed for a, a an AI train wreck yeah Why can't we t- I would like it if I mean these are scientists these are the people that built these systems and work on them for a living do they what did they think would happen I mean they created these systems and um I feel like these statements, are a little too late. Um, I mean, the 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 horse is out of the barn where they say that. The horse is out of the barn or whatever. You know, it's it, the genie's out of the bottle. It's too late. Um
0: I don't and, I mean and to go back to what you were saying about what did they think would happen, I'm not sure they totally knew what would happen when it got released to the masses. I mean you're talking about trying to program something to do certain things. But then at the same time, you want it to have a personality of its own to be able to act similar to what a human would act like, but not actually be a human. And sometimes it just goes south, obviously, with all of these stories in the way these chat chat bots are acting Mm -hmm. is out of left field, some of the things they say and come up with. So, you know, they obviously have a lot of work to do still.
1: Great. And I would like to know how I guess see, I believe you can get an AI chatbot to say anything. If you if you wanna like I guess engage in some malfeasance or in other words, I think if you know enough about chatbots, you can make them say whatever you want them to say. Um, you've yeah, you got how out
0: to... humans programming them, so, you know.
1: Yeah, and you have to know how to prompt that correctly. Some people are really good at prompting, and prompting is where you're actually engaging with the chatbot. You're asking it questions. Um, and if you, you know, kind of make the prompt uh, in such a fashion that <laughs> you can make it say anything. And um, I, I just... Yeah, it's it's an interesting. We live in interesting times, that's for sure. That is true. Yes. Okay, so we're all waiting with bated breath for the big WWDC next week. Are you guys true. On? yes? Everybody Yeah, saying? I'm like,
0: super excited. I mean, it's Monday, so just a couple few days, and we're gonna be there having the keynote. And uh there's so many rumors that it's hard to keep track of everything, but I know they've talked about new Macs. Uh, mm-hmm. They've talked about new MacBook airs, uh, maybe a new Mac bear, a new MacBook air with a larger screen right now. They're only in 13 inch, the MacBook airs. And so they're talking about releasing one with a 15 inch screen, which would be super cool. I think a lot of people would really like that a lot. Um, They're talking about coming out with AI or artificial intelligent type goggles, uh, you know, where it's like virtual reality. That'll be really interesting to see what what that is. Is
1: Is everybody really excited about all these virtual reality things? Um, I mean, I guess people are, but I don't know. It's just... um, Yeah,
0: I mean you put on the goggles and it transforms like a whole room and now you're in a whole nother environment kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And so depending on what you want to do, whether it's playing games or being in some kind of an educational environment or whatever, I right. mean, it's kind of endless what you can do with it, you know?
1: Yeah. And I wonder, I guess for blind and visually impaired folks, um, I don't know how much we really benefit from them, but well, I guess we yeah. could if they, if they had like image description type things, well, the glasses, like um, I'm trying to think of the name of the company that does the glasses.
0: Um, yeah. I forget. vision, envision,
1: envision, envision I AI. Yeah. They do the glasses. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's and- still though, if you're someone who's not sighted at all, if you don't have any vision, you're depending on audio. And so unless the glasses have some other purpose, I mean, almost, well, I guess if you have the glasses on, there's the camera, and the camera is looking at what's in front of you, and then the audio describes what it is that the camera is looking at to you. So
1: Yes. So, I mean, that that certainly is. And we've had glasses in the past that do that. And fe- right. like I said, InVision has glasses. Um, and mm-hmm. I think um, there are a couple other companies, but we haven't really seen wide adoption in the blind community. and. I'm not exactly sure why why well, no cost is an issue.
0: Yeah, cost is huge. I mean, they're yeah. super expensive.
1: Right. But wouldn't it be nice? Although every time I wear glasses, ugh, they just irritate me. <laughs> I don't really yeah. like wearing glasses. I'm not used to it and but um yeah. So Yeah,
0: so we'll have to see. There's lots of really cool stuff coming, so, you know. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, I hope they announce a 15 inch MacBook air. I think that would be super awesome. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there's so many other Something things I can
1: afford. That would be nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, all of that news is going to hit Monday. So we'll relay yep. all that stuff once we see what comes out and what they announce. So, yep. You
1: have to get your beverage of choice and your little snack and sit there. And I'm sure that we'll be covering, um, you know, on this network, we'll be covering.
0: Yes, we definitely will be.
1: And so you'll have to, you know, we encourage you guys to join us for that. And
0: And one way or another, we will definitely be doing it. We don't have exact details at this point, but we will soon enough. And one way or another, we'll definitely be talking about all the things that happened at the keynote. And the event is all through the week. So there'll be kind of other things coming out all through the week. So,
1: yes. So. You have a lot to look forward to and a lot to be afraid of too if you're afraid of ai
0: <laughs> that's true all right and on that note thanks so much lynn we appreciate it and thank you uh,
1: and yep. thank everyone for tuning in i hope you all have a great weekend
0: yep everyone doing. have a great weekend and we'll see you next time